Hello and welcome back to the Any Given Thursday podcast. As always, I'm Max. I'm joined with me every week is uh, is Bloom and Bloomquist himself. David, how are you? Uh, not feeling my best right now, Max. I just got vaccinated against cholera, and it's kind of hitting me a little hard. Cholera, so, huh? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, but you don't have your COVID vaccines, correct? No, absolutely not. Yeah, that right. would be. I would never do that. Well, it's match week six in Europe this week. It's very exciting. It's our first ever uh, match week six in the group stage. And for many teams, it's all to play for. And for many, there's no point in even showing up on Thursday. Yeah. But we're going to mention them anyway out of out of, uh, out of of respect. And there really aren't that many games that have no impact, yeah. especially in the Europa League where third place is still right. you know, an important thing to be getting. Mm-hmm. But even in our first group where the top two teams are already decided... The games do mean a little something because of that buy. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, Group A, just dive right into it, I guess. Arsenal on top with 12 points. PSV with 10. Bodo with 4. Zurich with 3. Everybody still has something to play for here. Arsenal, obviously, uh, playing for top spot. And getting a draw against Zurich. Would that be enough? For them to go through top if PSV beats Bodo? I don't believe it would be. I believe PSV would have the head-to-head because they beat Arsenal by, by what, three goals in their return leg? Two or three, yeah. Yeah, and Arsenal only won by one, so... There you go. So Arsenal has to beat Zurich at home. Meanwhile, Zurich... Not Zurich. Despite the... Uh, yeah, Zurich, despite... I was saying on this game. I yeah, thought you were transitioning. Despite, having, despite being terrible this entire year, still have something to play for here. If they get a result... If they beat Arsenal, <laughs> they'll go through third if Bodo doesn't also beat PSV. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zurich need to better Bodo's result. That's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. So I believe a draw would see Zurich through don't as well. So. I'm not positive. I don't remember what the head-to-head were. Because uh, uh, they only beat Bodo so. by one. So they yeah. need to win or Bodo need to lose. Right. They just need a better Bodo's result. It's right. simple. Right. So... It's a pretty interesting group still. You have to think Arsenal, even with like an E team, would take care of Bo- Zurich here, mm-hmm. despite Zurich finally getting that result. And, and it wasn't just results in Europe. They got their first league win over the weekend mm-hmm. as well. So things are looking up things are in looking the up. Swiss capital. You have to say, most likely scenario is that this group isn't very interesting because as soon as Arsenal starts romping Zurich, the PSV Bodo game doesn't really matter Yeah. in Norway. But you never know. Predictions? Uh, I think Arsenal should beat Zurich pretty easily. I, I have, so. That is a 4-1. And then I think Bodo... 4-1. Yeah. I think Bodo on that artificial turf. Uh, they are like an astoundingly good team at home, and we've talked about that. Uh, I think they can beat PSV at home. They looked really, really good when they played each other in the first match week. So I think Bodo take this one one nothing. Also, part of that is if Arsenal score early... Against Zurich, how does PSV stay motivated to stay in the game? Because they'll mm-hmm. see that. Like, it'll show up in the stadium. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and say 3-0 Arsenal, 2-2 Bodo, PSV. That leaves both of us with the final table of Arsenal, PSV, and Bodo in third. Mm-hmm. Group B, Fenerbahce and Wren tied atop of the group with 11 points, but Fenerbahce has the edge on plus one goal differential over Wren. Mm-hmm. Lonarka has clinched third with four points. Dinamo Kiev is eliminated with one. Sad. So this is an interesting one. I think a unique scenario in, in all our groups today this week, which is 
Fenerbahce and Ren basically have to outscore one another. Yeah. As they're tied on, they both drew their two matches again head to head. So it'll come down to how many goals they can score against Fenerbahce can score against Kiev, and how many goals Ren can score against Lernaka. Fenerbahce's on the road; they'll be in Poland playing Kiev, and Ren hosts Lernaka. Yeah, and if uh, the if Ren do overturn the goal difference, but only by one, it then goes to goals four, mm. and then if they overturn that by one, yellow cards. Awesome. And then. I have no idea where the yellow cards on the <laughs> table is right now. I did not bother to look that up. But then uh, if that's tied, it will be the UEFA coefficient where Ren are 34th and Fenerbahce are like 70-something. Mm-hmm. But Ren have been really, really good lately. They haven't been shut out in any competition since the first week of Liga. Hell yeah, boys. They're on a 14-game unbeaten run. And Terrier, Guiri, Beauregard, they've all looked incredible this season and been one of the most fun teams to watch in Europe this season especially offensively they're attacking football really free-flowing so if you want to see somebody score some goals this is probably the go-to game for that Mm because Ren will be pushing it all forward going after it trying to get the bye with that in mind I'm gonna I'm taking Ren 3-0 in this game Mm -hmm. and the other one I think I don't think AEK will put a much of a fight with literally nothing to play for that said I feel like Kiev have looked better basically every week in this tournament mm. and might escape with a shred of dignity by only losing to one defender Bache. Thus, in my predictions, Ren goes through top of the group, Fender Bache behind minus one goal differential. Yeah, I have uh, this one. I think Fender Bache can win this 2 nothing against Kiev. And I have Ren winning 3 nothing. Oh, just sending for the it, vibes. Send it to yellow cards. Just for the vibes. I knew it. I knew you would. Group C. Betis has won this group with 13 points. Ludogorets and Roma, both on seven. Ludogorets hold the edge on head-to-head. And HJK is eliminated with one. The big game today, Betis and HJK will also play, but we don't we they, might even that mention game, that. One of the few that absolutely does doesn't not matter. matter at all. Don't watch it. Meanwhile, one of the best games of the day will be Roma hosting Ludogorets. Roma need to win this game to advance second in the group. Otherwise, they'll be back to defend their Conference League title the year before. That means Ludogorets just needs a result. Easier said than done in Rome. Yeah, I mean, Rome are definitely the more talented team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anybody will stand here and disagree with that. But, what? <laughs> but they have Maybe made this as... Yeah, that's true. They have been, especially in the midfield, bit heavily by that injury bug. Although... If Zaniolo plays, I think they should still be fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless he makes the team worse, which he might. He might. Controversial take. But I think this under Jose, I know you probably don't want to admit this, but they have shown up when their backs have been against the wall, which has been quite a lot. They really put themselves in a lot of bad positions <laughs> in the last year. But they had to win their last two group stage games last year. Did that. Uh, they To get out of the conference league. Yes. Because they, <laughs> they lost like 6 took out Bodo. Bodo. Yeah, and then they lost to Bodoglimt again, but overturned yep. it at home. <laughs> yep. They over, they had a draw with Leicester in the first leg and then won that on the road. Or at, at home. home. Yeah. Sorry. Drew on the road, overturned that at home to go through, and then won the final as well. So I think when... That was in the conference league. Can yes. they cut it in the Europa League? I think Leicester might be a destined? little better than Ludogorets. <laughs> Are they destined? Maybe not this year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Last year's Leicester. Last year's Leicester. Uh, I have Roma winning this one. They were disappointing in that too. 3-1. Uh, I have 4-0... Betis. I have a and I have Roma 2, Ludogorets 2, 
just for the vibes. Yeah, you really just, just want to see Jose go Yep, <laughs> correct. That puts Betty's top Ludigarets in second and sends Roman to the Conference League. I know we all hope it'll happen. Let's go, Bulgaria. Group D, St. Joao has clinched top spot, 13 points. Union Berlin sits in second with nine. Braga just behind them in seven. Malmo eliminated with a fat donut. No points for them. Braga hosts that team from Sweden. And they will need to better Union Berlin's result in Belgium to uh, to get through here. Union, a, uh, a draw also might not be enough for Union Berlin here. No, a draw Correct. probably wouldn't be enough. Yeah, because Braga, Braga win. wins. Yeah, so Union, basically both these teams need to win. Yeah. Um, and Braga needs a little help. Yeah, Braga need to win and some help. Union, the Union have don't have the head-to-head over Braga, so go to goal difference, and if mm-hmm. they draw and Braga right. win, then... would have a better goal difference. Then Braga has to have a better goal difference. Right. Uh, but, yeah, the Braga-Malmo one, I don't think should be too nervy for Braga. I wouldn't say so. Uh, they really... they don't have to run up the score. They just have to win. Yeah. And they've made quick work of teams that are less talented than them Indeed in the league. And in the Europa League as well, so I feel pretty safe taking them mm-hmm. over Malmo, but... Berlin going against Saint Joao. That one. Anything could happen. That's the game Saint to watch. Saint Joao will not have anything to play for, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. They have been really good in this group, though. Really looked really impressive overall. Scored a lot of goals, mm-hmm. and who knows how much they'll rotate, or if they want to just like fuck around from home fans. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, scoring goals. If they score some goals, that's going to be an issue for Berlin, who have not scored more than one goal a game in the Europa League. They have scored. Three goals in five games. They've also only allowed two. Every game has finished <laughs> one nothing. Yep. Going one way or the other. And the goals might be a bit of an issue for them. Jordan has been struggling up front for them this uh, more recently after getting off to a decent start this season. He hasn't scored in a while. I still think he does a good job of helping the team as a whole play. So I'm not too yeah, concerned does. about him. And they did win it this, this weekend 2-1. I was, yeah, I was going to talk about that. Uh, the ending of that game gives me a lot of hope for them to be able to get at least something out of this game yeah they won that one 2-1 against uh Gladbach Gladbach but they frankly they had two disallowed goals one was pretty harsh like they sure they could have scored four it's not even that it's the way they went about toward at the end of the game the effectiveness of their route one and crosses was exceptional and that's the type of play that you might need at the end of a game if it's still drawn chasing yes if you're drawing or losing this game and you just need that goal to get you through they mm-hmm. know how to play that way and they know how to get those last second goals and also just you know the heart to score in the 97th minute mm-hmm. after a goal was just disallowed yeah. they I mean, got good vibes that that's some mental fortitude right there they got the vibes you know how much i like the vibes yeah i have uh, them winning this one nothing i love it i have braga winning 3-1 and i'm gonna break the one nil streak i'm gonna take union two to one Ooh. i think they were gonna offer just a little bit more that of course sends them through second and braga down to the conference league in third Group E, Real Sociedad. I'm going to do that every time. Real Sociedad has 15 points on top. United with 12. Guaranteed a top two spot. Sheriff Tiraspol going down to the Conference League. Guaranteed third. Ammonia eliminated with none. And this one really only comes down to, again, the Sheriff Ammonia game doesn't matter uh, at all. No. The only thing that matters here is Sociedad hosting United where they just need to get a result. They don't need to... Don't need to win. They don't need to win. Just to draw. They might not even need to, uh, to, to draw to win or to draw because if they lose by 
two goal or one just one goal. They yeah. can only lose by one goal. Yeah, they won the first leg by one yeah. goal, so if they, but their current goal right. difference is three is, ahead right. of United. So right, that so a one nil loss or a two one loss or whatever would see them finish top anyway. But the easy, simplest thing to do here is just not lose. And they won't have to worry about it. And they're a team that doesn't look like losing in the Europa League. I mean, only one goal yeah. allowed. They don't like to lose, yeah. except to Betis this weekend. No, well, that was in La Liga. Betis 50-50 are, game too. Betis are better than United. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I I genuinely believe that yeah. right now. That's very possible. Yeah, but definitely more yeah. consistent. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting to look at Sociedad's defensive prowess in the Europa League and then compare that to La Liga, where they're a bottom half team mm. in terms of goals against. And then here they've only allowed one goal so far the entire tournament. But things are clicking in the Europa League for them, and I think they'll continue to do so. I have this as a draw. Me too. So they'll get the bye. Yeah, I have it 1-1. I have both these games finishing 1-1. I just don't think United are going to be at the goals against the team that just has to pr- protect uh, against such a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we agree on that. That, of course, would put Sociedad top and United through on second to face... A Champions League. Team. Probably Barcelona. Probably if UEFA gets their way. <laughs> yeah. Group F, very exciting group. Lazio is a top with eight. Sturmgras behind them with eight. Uh behind on goal difference, I believe, or is it also head to head? This is on goal difference. Goal difference. Feyenoord their games. currently sits in third on five points. And Michelin also sits on five points, but because I think also because of goal difference. Yes. Sit behind them by one in the table. So pretty much anything could happen in this group. Do you want to take us through the permutations? Yeah, so I had to make a little little graph for myself to see this little <laughs> table. But if Lazio win, they top the group. Yeah. Pretty simple for them. Just win and top the group. If they draw, they will probably top the group. But Sturm would top it if Sturm win. Mm-hmm. Right, so those two teams are in a position where win and you're in. And both those teams are actually in a position where just a draw is enough. So it really comes down to... If Michelin if, or Feyenoord can pick up a win. Say Lazio draws Feyenoord, what happens if, if, if Michelin beats Sturm Graz? Yeah, Lazio yeah. would still top. Right. And then Michelin would be second. So for Michelin and Feyenoord, it is really up in the air because it's not in their hands. So they right. both need to win. Uh, and if Michelin win, they should be through. There's some tiebreakers that would be difficult to get to that could see them out. So it's like goal difference. Michelin and Feyenoord both winning. Austria, Sturmgrad beat Michelin one or beat, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. So Michelin and Feyenoord, if they both win, uh-huh. then every team's on eight points and it's all goal difference. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd be great. That would be so great, right? <laughs> Which should see Feyenoord get the bye, Michelin second, uh-huh. then uh, Lazio, them, Sturmgrad. Wow. But I don't, it, Lazio and Sturmgrad could switch and Michelin and Feyenoord could switch. So there's like, Tons of different possibilities. One, you're going to have to watch the the updates on the. Yeah, you're going to have to be looking on the Google table yeah, to be seeing how it's going. Yeah, because yeah. every goal is going to go. Every goal could send the group topsy turvy. Yeah, uh, but for the games themselves, Feyenoord and Lazio. Lazio are coming off kind of a embarrassing result against Salernitana, where they fell apart in the second half, losing three one, and they have Roma coming up on Sunday, Ro-ro. which is a big game. The Derby de la Capitale. Uh, and Milinkovic Savic will miss through suspension. Yeah, that game because he came on, got a controversial yellow card like two minutes after he came on. <laughs> Didn't start specifically, so we wouldn't get a card. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it was fun. It was fun. We loved. Lazio are still like, I think, better than Roma right now. So 
Yeah. I mean, they're both, hurt I think they're e- even on points, but. Yeah. No, but I think they've played better. You just think they've been playing better? Yeah. yeah. I agree. They've they been playing better. better. They look better. But without their best midfielder. This isn't a Serie A podcast. No. Should, uh, they will. Wish it was. I do wish it was. We should have our own. No. No. <laughs> uh, they will have him likely for this game. He'll probably play the full 90 then, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. might actually help them here. Feyenoord didn't play over the weekend because the Dutch team's looking out for their European competitors. Yeah, yeah. Or not, not I don't know nice if this was just like a, a weird fluke of the schedule or what was going on, but they didn't have a game. Very nice of them. For- um, yeah, but Feyenoord's attack was one of the big talking points at the start of this group and kind of early on, but they've really slowed down both in Europe and domestically. They still have the most goals scored in this group. Yeah, and so much and of that is from... Second. Weirdly, Sturm Graz only has four goals scored in this group. And sit in second place. It is I strange. feel like they've looked so good. Yeah. And especially with the ball. And yet they've only scored I think it's a handful of times. Three of those goals came against Lazio as well. Yeah, weird, right? They've only scored one goal, not against Lazio. Mm. But that was in a one nothing win. Yeah. So they can win without scoring. Sure. Uh, <laughs> they can win. They could win with zero goals. Yeah. That's just fact. Uh, Lazio's defense has also been really, really strong, except for the Michelin game and against Arlenitana. So I kind of have trouble seeing Feyenoord scoring more than one goal in this game mm-hmm. which would to me give Lazio the edge although I also without Immobile I don't know if Lazio scored more than and again, one another another uh league versus Europe differential though is Lazio's goal goals against record yeah I mean so much of that though comes down to that Michelin result yeah, that's true. yeah which which was that's I think true, more than it? half of the goals they've conceded yeah. in this group no it was half half yeah five yeah. right yeah so that was just a terrible yeah. game wow they've just been a little less tidy then yeah yeah Gila's made some mistakes particularly um and then with Michelin and Sturmgras Sturmgras have been really really impressive this year in Europe and also domestically they're only two points behind Red Bull Salzburg Mm -hmm. still yeah and we've been saying that every week yeah keep winning it's just still impressive yeah Michelin though coming off a third straight loss across all competitions just a OB at home but again, they're like a totally different team in this competition so yeah, far. Yeah, they've also just been so up and down yeah. in every competition they're in. So it's really hard to sit here and be yeah. like, they will do this. Because I think they have been consistently good so far. It's like a little harsh on them to be bottom, but it's like a tough group. It is a tough group. Maybe the toughest group. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to go for vibes here. I'm going to take Feyenoord 2, Lazio 2. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take Michelin 1, Sturm 2. I got That puts Sturm top of my table, followed by Lazio, and then Feyenoord to the Conference League wow. to defend their runners-up place. I have Feyenoord and Lazio ending this 1-1 draw. Very fair. And I have Michelin beating Sturm Graz. Yeah, Michelin 2-1. beating Sturm Graz. Yeah. Very it's interesting. The roller coaster, man. Very like, interesting. They're at a, pe- they're at a bottom, and now they're just going to go right up to that the top That puts again. what? So Lazio that would top. put Lazio top, followed by Michelin, then Sturm Graz to the Conference League, third. and Feyenoord out. Interesting. Okay. Group G, then. Feyenoord is already qualified. Top of the group, 13 points. Karabag's in second with seven. Nans with six. And third, Olympiakos eliminated with two. Olympiakos hosts Nans. Karabag hosts Freiburg. So this is all really coming down to uh, Karabag versus Nans, different parts of the continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, can Nans better that Karabag result? Yeah, and it's going to be difficult. I mean, they have to go to Olympiakos, who have been playing a lot better under Michel the new manager, uh, they've really turned it around and they're kind of clicking into gear. They're back up to third domestically. But a lot of that has been the play of James Rodriguez 
And James motherfucking he Rodriguez is not eligible for the Europa League because he was signed that... after oh, the squad wow. lists were submitted. Crazy that he's uh, at Olympiacos. Yeah. It's crazy that he's doing so well. I thought that was going to be another one of those classic, like, yeah. you get a big name signing, well, he's kind of passed Peter it. Yeah. And no, he's actually, from it. he's actually playing pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it's like early is what I mean. Yeah. But. It is early and it is the new manager bounce as well. But they've just been playing really well. Um, but Nantes have also been kind of picking things up. They have points in three straight domestic games. Mm-hmm. So they're out of the relegation zone. Uh, they beat Karbog last time out. And a lot of that's been Ganogo, who's been adding a lot of, you know, kind of dynamic to the attack. We talked about how it could be very focused down the left-hand side, but his play central and kind of shifting off to the right has really opened up a new a new avenue of attack for them. I think Nantes should take this one, even with Olympiakos' new form. Interesting. I have them winning 2-1, which means it would come down to whether Karabag can get a point off of a probably heavily rotated Freiburg, who mm-hmm. are... Guaranteed to go through. Uh, it's still very tough, though, because it's Freiburg. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still a good team, but Carbag really impressed me this campaign. I'm sure you think the same thing. I agree. Yeah, Caddy Borges, Zubir, their goalkeeper, Mahamadaliev. I'm getting so good at that. <laughs> Try to say it every podcast just so I can get better and better at his name. Nice. They've all been really, really good. Um, so going to Baku, where Carbag are kind of forced to play since they represent a war-torn region in Azerbaijan can't play to can't play where they would call home. David just learned that. This I did weekend, just learn that so this weekend. That's so showing off. Yeah. Well, I think it's important for it our is. viewers no, to is. learn about that it as is. well. We probably uh, should have looked it up earlier. Yeah, I have this down as a one-one draw because I think Freiburg are still a really strong team and can so frustrate Carbag, puts... but that would see Carbag go through, okay. I believe, right? I think so. On goal difference. No, that would actually see Nantes go through and Carbag down to the Conference League. But didn't Carbag... No, because Carbag... Would... Carbag would be on 8 and Nantes oh, would be on 9. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. I have two 1-1 one, one draws in this group. Ooh, really? I think for the reasons that you said about Carbag, I think a draw is fair for them. I wouldn't even put a pass them to win that game. No, I wouldn't either. Wouldn't but Nantes, I just don't think have... I'm going to predict that they don't have the know-how in this type of competition or the experience to uh, know how to handle perhaps going down a goal at Olympiacos. Mm-hmm. Maybe it takes them a while to get into the game. Um, I just don't trust necessarily a team with so little pedigree at this spot, especially one that's, you know, took it taken a while to find their feet this season. But I would nothing would really surprise me that much in this group. Yeah. Finally, Group H, Ferenc Vados on top with 10. They have officially qualified, but they have not qualified top, right? No, they have not qualified top. Monaco, Monaco could be- jump them. Because Monaco is behind them with seven points. Mm-hmm. Trabzonspor has six. And Red Star Belgrade have six. Also, Trabzonspor, however, sits above them, I believe, on head-to-head. And maybe goal also goal scored. Uh, they, I believe it's on head-to-head. Yeah, but also goal scored. Yeah, goal scored as well. But, yeah, but Trabzonspor beat Red Star last time. Yeah. Or beat them and drew them. I think they have the, I, at very least, they scored more, more in their head-to-head uh-huh. and won the head-to-head goal difference, which would come before goal difference or goals for. Yeah, which so if could, they end on the could be point, crucial for them going through at, mm-hmm. at, at any level, in the, either second or third, because, you know, matching Red Star's result would be enough for them to at least go through to some European competition. Yes. Monaco could only top if they win by a lot. more goals 
Yeah, that Fenrir Fados lose and Monaco win by more than a. This, they need to win by a lot. Yeah, let's just—it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, they need to win. It's probably not going to happen. Was it wait because Fenrir Fados? Uh, what was the Fenrir Fados beat Monaco? Correct. Mm-hmm. At home at Monaco. Yeah. What was the what was the reverse result there? The reverse result was a draw in. Oh, so Hungary. French so Fenrir is qualified top. Yeah. They are qualified top. Yes. Okay, fuck whatever I just said is stupid then. Yeah, I'm so a stupid should idiot. we cut it and restart this group so no. we don't look like idiots? No, I want to look like idiots. Okay. It smells weird in your room. Venice Vados. Probably do. <laughs> I don't think it's me. Venice Vados, it's kind of like musty, you know? Okay, Max. <laughs> uh, back on track. Venice Vados has qualified top. Um, they will travel to Trabzonspor, who, and with apparently nothing to play for. Another benefit for Trabzonspor. Monaco hosts Red Star, and Red Star Monaco, I believe, got a bit of a controversial penalty or to win that game in mm-hmm. uh, in Belgrade on the reverse fixture. So this is another group where like this might be the group I know the least about what's gonna happen. Like I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, all these games are kind of like, toss ups. I feel like uh, Monaco and Red Star seem like they're playing about even football, and Traps on Sport and Ferrik Baros as well you know two teams that Frank Barros have definitely overperformed mm-hmm. expectations in this group and look really really good which makes this you know a much more difficult game to predict than I think anyone thought mm-hmm. uh but Monaco have been in a bit of bad form which is probably not a good time for it with the importance of this game uh they did beat Angers over the weekend but mm-hmm. I mean Angers are pretty bad no Angers are good so far. Uh, they're not. They're, there's not a lot of talent on that Angers team. Yeah, they're. I mean, they've just they're playing well so far this season. Yeah, there's so not a lot of talent there. Yeah, I it, don't think that's a very impressive win at home. I'm I'm not impressed by that. Um, a lot of their new signings, especially the big ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, have, never mind. I wasn't thinking of Angers. Yeah, where are Angers? They're down. Yeah, I'm sorry. Angers are down like near yeah, the relegation zone, right? Oh, I was thinking about they Lorient. are bottom. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking about Lorient. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, a lot of that's been. The new transfer signings for Monaco have not really clicked. I mean, uh, Takumino hasn't looked very good. Kamara hasn't looked very good. Bilimbolo has looked good at times. Oh, Minamino? Yeah. Um, I keep forgetting he's on this team. Yeah. Bilimbolo has looked good at times, but he's been pretty inconsistent. Which, I mean, I think everyone knew that when he signed for him. Like, that's kind of who he is. So, if he shows up and if Ben Yedder plays well, Monaco should win this game. But I actually have this down as a red star victory because i don't trust monaco ben yutter i yeah. they know her Ta-ta-ta-ta. um yeah that's why that's why i think this is gonna be a draw <laughs> like mm-hmm. i think a 2-2 draw in this game makes the most sense to me just because i mean because it's, it's, i think it's befitting of the way that monaco has been and the way this group has been as a whole um Elsewhere, I think because Ferenc Baros isn't playing for much and Trabzonspor has that great home advantage that Monaco does not have, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think they're going to eke out a 2-1 win. And in my version of the table, that puts them ahead of Monaco in second and sends Monaco to the Conference League, eliminating Red Star. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Red Star get a better result. I don't know. I just think Trabzonspor will pull that out against yeah. Ferenc Baros. I'm a little nervous about Trabzonspor's defense. It's sure. not very good. No. Uh so I have this down as a 2-2 draw, 
which means that with Red Star winning, Red Star would come second. Mm-hmm. Frank Varos would top the group. Trabs on Sport third. Monaco would be oh, out. Oh, that sends Monaco out. Mm-hmm. Wow. On... You just did that. You just orchestrated that to get Monaco out, right? Did I? I... <laughs> Maybe subconsciously yeah. I did. <laughs> Classic. Right. We'll take a quick break before we come back for the Conference League, and uh, we can fill you in on what's happening and the Champions League real quickly as we are about to approach halftime on the first games of match week six. Mm-hmm. And Porto are beating Atletico 2 nothing. Leverkusen and Club Brugge are nil-nil, which means Leverkusen would get to join us in the Europa League. And Indeed. Atletico would be done. And frankly, I'd gone. much rather have Leverkusen than Atletico. So uh, Leverkusen need to, needs to hold on to that result. Um, mm-hmm. But it's looking good for them so far. Yeah. So, is anyone else joining us for sure so far? Uh, just Ajax. Barcelona and Sevilla. Ajax is not confirmed. Ajax is not confirmed because they play Rangers. Okay. So I mean, it would take yeah that would be, <laughs> quite the result yeah for Rangers because we'll they get Ajax. We're definitely getting Barcelona. We yeah they get... lost Rangers lost by four Literally in the first any... game <laughs> and they would need to win by five to overturn everything. Nice. Literally any group group team in Group D yeah could could be third. Group um, E, anybody but Chelsea can be third. Mm-hmm. Uh, F, we'll probably get Shakhtar. Probably Shakhtar. And Sevilla. Sevilla, we will get. It's yep. guaranteed and, to be Sevilla. And probably Juve, but probably maybe Juve. not. If I, unless, if Haifa gets a result against Benfica, then it's Haifa. So yeah. that could be interesting. Anyway, we'll, we'll be right back. Juve getting a result against PSG. All right, all right. We'll be right back after these have. messages from the sponsors that we don't have. And we're back from those great messages that didn't play. So yeah, don't you want to buy all those products? Yeah, you want to. If you want to hit our Patreon, it's my Venmo handle. Conference League Group A: Basaksha here, ten points, leads the group ahead of Fiorentina, also on ten points. Basaksha has the head-to-head there. Hearts is and RFS are eliminated. It's a lot simpler in the Conference League with these uh, permutations because only the top two teams qualify, of course. Yeah, so, so in this one... It doesn't really team. matter, yeah. Uh, RFS hosts Fiorentina. Obviously, RFS week one got that shock result, that shock draw in Florence, which is the reason Florence Fiorentina might not go through top here, mm-hmm. probably. Also other reasons. Bishakshi here... Yeah, uh, RFS here. did also get a point against Bishakshi here, so whatever. Bishakshi here hosts Hearts, and basically... Fiorentina has to better Bishakshir's result here. Um, so they're kind of counting on hearts. Yeah, I think the real reason Fiorentina are in trouble of not going top is because Bishakshir beat the crap out of them also in true. Turkey. Uh, and, yeah. So I don't think Fiorentina can better Bishakshir's result because I don't think Bishakshir can lose this game in Turkey to I hearts. I agree. I have them both winning comfortably Bishakshir 2-0 Fiorentina 3-0 I have Fiorentina 4-0 and Bishakshir 3-0 so that of course sends Bishakshir top group B United is also top and will remain so that is West Ham United Uh, with 15 points Silkeborg with 6 Anderlecht with 5 Stavukarest eliminated Stavukarest hosts West Ham which is yet another uh, graveyard game that doesn't matter and could be ugly for Bucharest, possibly. Mm-hmm. Silkeborg and Anderlecht is the game that we're all interested in here. Uh, Anderlecht have to win this game to qualify. Silkeborg just need to draw at home. Yeah. yeah, this game, I guess it really comes down to the fact that Stal Bucharest got that surprise result against Anderlecht last weekend. 
Mm-hmm. Or at last match week, not weekend, because yeah. games are middle of the week. Took, the, cook, took it out of their, their hands. hands. Well, it's still technically in their hands, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but now they need a win instead of a draw. Right. And that being said, Silkborg have not gotten a point off of anybody that is not Stal Bucharest yep. in this group. So despite winning that matchup 10 nothing over the two legs, they haven't looked great. In the other games... Thanks to Stow, they hilariously have the best goal difference and yeah. most goals scored in the group. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anderlecht have been... I mean, both these teams have been pretty disappointing this season as a whole. Anderlecht in particular for me, though. I mean, look at a lot of the big star names. They have big prospects that people expect to be great players and to be sitting mid-table right now. It's pretty disappointing. And to potentially miss out here, also pretty dif- disappointing. So looking at the betting odds, because I was like, I really don't know who I think would win this game. It's pretty much even for all the three different outcomes. Really? So even the betting companies don't know who's going to win this. I think it's very much a toss-up. Yeah. And with uh, with respect to that, I'm going to go ahead and take a 1-1 draw, mm-hmm. which keeps Silkeborg second. And you know, let's have West Ham win 3-0 or something. I was really digging for a reason to make a prediction and mm. Anderlecht are one of the worst road teams in Belgium. Yeah. So I think Silkborg at home. Yeah. When this two one it's kind of a fun atmosphere. Mm-hmm. They play some good stuff. I like their little stadium. Yeah. It's pretty cute. So Yeah. We'll I see. I agree Silkeborg will go through. Which is a shame because I would have loved to be able to look at the growth of the Anderlecht players over the year, but yeah. They don't deserve yeah. it. They don't deserve it. You gotta win your games. Group C, VRL tops with thirteen and will has won the group Lech Poznan. In second with six, Beersheva with four, Austria Vienna with two eliminated. Of course, Lekos Vireal, who again are qualified and will send out a rotated squad. Beersheva hosts Austria Vienna, needing to better Lech Poznan's result. Mm-hmm. Um, what yeah. is the what is the deal with uh, Hapoel, Beersheva, and Lech Poznan's head to head? What would so happen? So they if drew Beersheva? both their games, right? Correct. Uh, so it would come if, down to goal difference. It would. So if Lech win, they're through. If Lech draw and Beersheva win, mm-hmm. that means it comes down to goal difference, which right now is three goals in favor of Lech Poznan. Mm. So Beersheva would have to beat Austria Vien by four goals, I guess, because then it'd be goals four. And I mean, like, theoretically, they could win like seven to four, but that's <laughs> not very realistic. So they probably need to win that by four goals Wow! if Lech get a result at Villarreal. Or at home against Villarreal. Mm-hmm. But if Lech lose and HBS win, Beersheva go through. I am going to go ahead and throw out the bone that Lech will get a result to the rotated Villarreal. They've been fun at home. They can score. I'm going to take them 2-2. And I'm going to take Beersheva 2-0, which of course is a, is a little bit of goal differential short. It's plus one short yeah. of qualifying. Yeah, I don't think Lech are going to get the result they need at home against Villarreal. Spicy. As fun as they've been, I think they will lose this one. But I think it'll be close. I think they only lose by one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... The I place don't, will be rocking. Yeah, I don't think Beersheva can can score enough to overturn the goal difference that they oh, need man. to. Um, Even at eliminated Austria. Yeah, home against Austria. Yeah, and I... But if they win, well, they qualify. They, you have I, Lech yeah. losing. I know I have Lech losing. So I'm just sitting here because I didn't do my predictions for oh. this one. Wow. So I'm kind of talking through this. Kind of talking through my thought process as I go mm-hmm. through. So I think it'll be a tight game in Austria. Or in Israel against Austria. It's and I think Beersheva will win. 
I think 2 nothing there. I don't think he, if Leck get a point, I think Leck are through. I don't yep. think Beersheba can win this by four, but I don't well, yeah. think Leck will get the point. So I think Beersheba so go through. Beersheba go through second. Yeah. Group D, Nice atop with eight points. Partizan second with eight points. That's a head-to-head differential there. Cologne have seven, and Slovako have four or Slovatsko. That they're the only team that's actually eliminated here. Because Cologne beat them last Friday after uh, we released last week's reaction episode. Cologne hosts Nice, which is a very exciting one. Yeah. Partizan will host Slovako slash go. And yeah, Nice need to draw. Cologne need to win. Yeah, Nice need to draw. Cologne need to win. And it's in Germany, which is a huge advantage for Cologne, I think. Uh, Florian True. Kynes. They have a wild crowd. Yeah. Florian Kynes has been one of the key men for Köln this year. He's five goals and four assists in the Bundesliga. Oh, wow. You know how many goals he has in the Conference League? None. None. How many assists? None. None. And he's played in four of the games. Wow. So it's not what like... a loser. Yeah. So he needs to show up and Köln need a performance from him. Say, I think they can get it and no Todibo for Nice, which might actually be a blessing in disguise for them because <laughs> so he doesn't get any, awful. any first minute red cards. Yeah, he's also just been so that one, bad. That one was a bad call, I think. Um, I think Colm will win this game. I have them winning 2 1. This was a tough one for me to call because I don't know. I just don't really trust either of these yeah, teams. That's... But I'm going to give the edge to Clone 2-1 also just on the basis of the home atmosphere, mm-hmm. carrying them over the line. Elsewhere, I think Partizan will beat Slovakia narrowly 2-1, um, which would, in this context, in this uh, version of reality, would take Partizan top mm-hmm. and send Cologne through in second, eliminating Nice. Yeah, Partizan, for them, it's win and you're in. Yep. Um, and also, also a draw would also see a, them through because would, yeah. Nice and Colon have to play each other. Draw and your and your raw. Well, that draw and your that sounds like they're going out. Honestly, <laughs> that sounds draw like they got a your, raw deal. Your uh, uh, and you'll be in the draw. You'll be raw. It's not it's draw. Uh, law. If they draw, uh, they'll be in the draw for the draw next round. Draw is law. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, so the, at at home, that's a tough nut to crack, Partizan. So I think they should win this one. Slovakia will be looking to salvage a little more dignity. I think after being already eliminated going into match day six, mm-hmm. not where they would have wanted to be. Although it is, it's a tough. It's group. pretty obvious they have been last, but I think it's I think they've group. already done themselves pretty proud in this group by getting four points, mm-hmm. winning at Nice. Yeah, the win at Nice is a good Arguably result. Arguably their biggest ever result Pro- as a club almost definitely. in Europe. That is. Yeah. Um, obviously, they won the cup last year, which is a pretty big deal as big, well. They never won a trophy, so other yeah. than a second division title. But yeah, uh, go listen to the uh, club spotlight if you have not yeah. on our feed. It's very interesting. It's so interesting. It is such good work on that. Yeah. But we both have Partizan winning this. Indeed. And if Partizan win and Colon win, which we both have, they go through. Partizan gets the bye. Indeed. All right. Group E. AZ. Akmar. Top with 12. Dina Pro 1 with 10. Apollon Limassol and Vaduz eliminated. And AZ hosts Dini Pro. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, Apollon and Vaduz, you cannot pay attention to them because they don't matter. Yeah. Vaduz always matters. Let me rephrase They do that. matter. They're they do fine, matter. But... Uh, and you know what? I'm going to pick AZ to win. Vaduz to win that game, but we'll get to that. AZ basically just needs to draw to get through here. Mm-hmm. 
Genie Pro have to win this game uh, to better the points total. And that's pretty much the only scenario. That's it. Yeah, that is it. Um, AZ have looked pretty comfortable for most of the games in this group. I struggle to see them slipping up too much here. I think a draw is very much a realistic possibility, but at home, I think they have a much better team than Denis Pro. I think they'll take it seriously, and I think that they come out with the win. Yeah, I have to say, since Denis Pro lost that first week to Alkmaar, they've they've looked pretty much better every week, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And they've been excellent in the league since it started in Ukraine. Yeah. And uh, they've been the best team in the league pretty much so far. So Yeah, they're like the opposite of Kyiv this yeah, season. Them and Donetsk, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take them. I'm going to totally go ahead and take a draw here. I think Dnipro will put in a good performance mm-hmm. and effort, but it won't be enough to get the buy. Elsewhere, I think Apollon Vaduce might be the most fun of the t- games that don't matter to, to mo- the, on Thursday, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take Vaduce 3 2. I'm going to take Cyprus. Epolon because it's in Cyprus. Boo. It's a long but way to go. hate the Liechtensteinian so much. Oh, Known hater. Relax. Group F. Jur Gardens has won the group. Congratulations. 13 points. Molda has seven and Ghent with five. Shamrock Rovers eliminated with just the two. Despite only scoring once. Yeah. Ghent Molda is the game of the century here. As Drew Gardens Shamrock is yet another meaningless one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what they say. <laughs> Game of the century. Yeah, second Gent, and third. <laughs> Gent holds Molda. And much like with AZ Dini Pro here, um, Gent have to win. And But unlike that game, if Gent doesn't win, they're eliminated completely. They're out. They're done. They're cooked. Um, Gent's been pretty bad in this tournament, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And just in general this year, they've been pretty unremarkable. Yeah. And Molda, remember they lost to uh, Ammonia. To fall out of the com- the Europa League, and Ammonia has has zero points in that group. So um, yeah. that being said, Molda have won seven of their last eight. They yeah, have cruised their way to a title in Norway. Mm-hmm. They and, are looking so much better than they did in qualifiers. Yeah. And they'd be already qualified for this group if they didn't blow a two nil lead to Jurgardens last mm-hmm. week when they were up. And Jurgardens had took took three shots and scored three goals to win that game. Yeah. Otherwise, Molda would be qualified, possibly top of the group. Um, but as it stands, they'll have to get a result here on the road. Tough position to be in, but I think they'll just about do it. I'm going to say 2-2. I have it down as a 1-1 result. Uh, I also just... I think Molda's so just people better. know, I have Jurgarden winning 3-0. I have him 4-0. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just so it's out there. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Um, I think I think Molda is actually just the better team right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I think I'm being generous again, but <laughs> yeah. frankly. Uh, group G... Is an interesting one. Sivaspor with 10 points. Cluj has seven. Holds the uh, tiebreaker over Prague, who's in third with seven as well. And Balkani, who's actually unfortunately eliminated with four points. Um, Slavia hosts Sivaspor and Cluj hosts Balkani. What the fuck's going to happen? What, are, what, 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 what even can happen here? So this if, is a confusing one. This is a very confusing one because Slavia, if they win could top the group or they could come third <laughs> but i don't think there's a way for them to come second <laughs> i'm pretty sure you if, have it here if they if they no if they Balkani win Connie wins and they draw yeah yeah i'm saying if slavia win i don't think there's a way oh, for them to come second so strange they can come third or first so strange yep um but then if they they draw they probably come third unless Balkani beats Cluj. Yeah, that's because they don't have the tiebreaker with Sivaspor, correct? Yes. Or 
with Cluj, and then if it's, or with Cluj, <laughs> if it's a head to head, yeah, right, because Slavia are the only team to take all six points from Balkani, mm-hmm. they would lose the head to head. So it's actually a bad thing that wow. they've gotten more points against the last place team. Uh, Sivaspor are in a position where if they get a point, they top the group. Yes, so they can make it very easy by winning, and then if they win, it's Sivaspor, Cluj, Slavia. Yeah, okay, I yeah. see what you mean. Um. So what do you think? What do you actually think will happen? What we'll I go from there? Actually, think will happen uh, for Cluj and Balkani. I have Cluj winning one nothing. I also I'm have Cluj not, winning one nothing. I'm not confident in this one. Yeah, me neither. I, I think, just think it's like Cluj, as we we've talked about Cluj at home before, and how they how they're a lot more solid and they're pretty boring, and they get a couple chances and they score one goal. Yeah. If they can sit on a one 0 lead, I think I think they can just about do it. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't, and also because Balkani has nothing to play for, but yeah. pride. But I could tell Balkani's also been pretty solid so far, and I could see them playing spoiler. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those really small teams, they were playing from pride yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. Uh, and, and the money for each individual yeah. win is a big deal for them. They could be a spoiler for sure. Yeah. Um, also, just it, they're a tough team to sit back against because they want to sit back against you in this competition, right? So while sitting back might work against Sivaspora Slavia, where they're putting numbers forward, you know, and then they can get caught on the break. It's going to be harder to catch Balkani on the break because they're less likely to put eight guys into the box and leave only two men in the back. So maybe that makes we'll it see. more difficult for Cluj. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Slavia and Sivaspor, it's in Slavia, and they've just been so good domestically um, recently that I, I have them winning this one. Also, because Sivaspor are through. Mm. Like, there's no way Sivaspor can yeah. miss out. They could come second. So I just don't think they're going to be playing, like, a full... Yeah. Team, a ton of effort. Our results actually uh, match pretty well here. Yeah, I have Slavia winning 2-1. Yeah, I have them 2-0. Um, that leaves us with the same scenario, which has Sivaspor topping the group and Cluj Oof. coming in second, uh, despite Slavia winning, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah, it is. It's a really weird... Slavia has no one to blame but themselves, because they've had a million shots and chances in this group. Yeah. And they just haven't scored goals. And then but, in, the, in the yeah. last group, should we move on to Group H? Let's do it. So rounding this up. It's so. another fun one. Everybody's still alive in this group. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everyone's still alive. We'll get, let's get, we'll get to it. Yeah. But. So uh, Slavon leads with eight points. Basel on eight points as well. That I think is a head-to-head thing because they tied on goal differential. And mm-hmm. Basel actually has more goals finished. So that's a head-to-head thing. Yeah. Punic has six. Zagreus has five. As I mentioned, everyone is still alive. There's a lot of variations of this one, too. Yeah. So for Zalgiris to advance, since it's the most difficult pathway, uh, so we'll start there. If they beat Slovan Bratislava mm-hmm. and Basel beat or draw Punic, then Zalgiris advance because they'll have the head to head over Slovan Bratislava, but they would not advance in a three way tie. Mm-hmm. So they so need specific. they need a result uh-huh. to go their way. Um, if Basel and Punic is a draw, Basel will advance and Sloven would top the group with a draw or better against Zalgiris. Mm-hmm. But if Punic win, they advance and would advance top if Sloven do not win. Nice. So Sloven have the inside path, right? They just need, mm-hmm. if they win, they top the group. But it's going to be The draw would see them through. Yeah. Like period. Yes. Um, but it's still going to be tough. Well... Because they have to go to Zalgiris. Yeah, they which do. Which is a difficult place to go play. Zalgiris have been pretty solid in mm-hmm. this competition. They've looked good at times. 
Um, they do, I think, look like just a step behind most of these yeah, the other sure. three teams, but it's you know still just one step. It's not like they're way cut adrift. Can they I tell you my results? Go. Yeah, my my predictions are Punic one, Basel one, mm-hmm. and Zalgiris two, Slovan Bratislava one. That puts Zalgiris through on second. I, I picked the one scenario that nice. gets Zalgiris through and Basel on first. You might notice if we go back to our preview. Uh, this is what... Recording all the way back, I had Basel first and Zagreus second. I'm okay. writing it. I'm backing it. Go Zagreus. Go Lithuania. Sticking true to your picks. I have Basel winning this because I think Basel are better than Punic. And I have them winning 2-1. Yeah, Basel just like, it sucks. Though. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they like... should be so much better than they are. Yeah, I think Punic um, has actually been like really impressive. kind of the surprise of the group. Yeah. They've been, I, don't know, I feel like they deserve to go through over Zagreus mm-hmm. and Basel, but... And I'd love to see them win this game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we can't play favorites. If only... I just really hope one of Punic... We absolutely can. Either Punic or Zagreus hopefully gets through. That's uh, my opinion. I have Zagreus and Slovan ending in a draw. So that would have Basel top in it, Slovan second. Ooh, and then boring. Punic and Zagreus tying for third, but it boring. doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we were talking. We should. There should be a. There should be a fourth tournament for all, just the teams that finish third in the. Conference yeah. No league. one new qualifies, but it's yeah. just like a small little tournament. It's just all of the third place teams in one little mini tournament. It'd be fun. It would be fun. Would that as a result stand? It would feature. This is just after five weeks. Ready? It would yeah. feature Punic. Okay. Fun. Slavia. Prague, fun. Ghent. Not that fun. Apollon. Also not really that fun. Cologne. Very fun. Hapoel Beersheba. Fun. Anderlecht. Fun. And Hearts. Eh, not that fun. So, basically... But there's some fun teams in there. Basically, Cologne should win, though. Yeah. Um, anyway, maybe it's not such a good idea. But, no, it's uh, that takes us to the end of our preview here. I hope you watch along with us on Thursday. Yeah. As, as we watch all of this play out. And then we'll have a whole fucking lot to talk about after the fact. Oh, yes, we on will. On Thursday night, which can... you will hear Friday morning talk about all the teams that dropped down as well indeed and um, then the draw for the first round will be on the 7th of november i believe yeah and we'll have so that we'll have a reaction for you of course as that comes out yes and and a look ahead to spring fixtures yeah in the playoff rounds and stuff it's all happening it's all getting exciting um but for now cheers to the gap there it is it's building suspense